Welcome to the channel, guys. Uh, today we're going to continue with the Scientology spy files. This is going to be Scientology spy files number 10. And uh, make sure you stay to the very end because we've got some Mike Rinder bobblehead pictures that we got sent in. And these pictures are from a Scientology organization where somebody took their bobblehead and did a photo shoot with. Um, so that's going to be lots of fun. So wait till the end for that. And um, otherwise, let's get right into it. The first document that we have is from WDC OSA, and this is the Watchdog Committee uh, member for OSA. And this person at this time in, in uh, April of 2006 was Mike Rinder, and who's now out and not in Scientology. And he is sending this um, report, or he's sending this uh communication down to the OSA office in Los Angeles in response to the last video we did. So um, the last video, uh, Scientology Spy Files number nine, which was about South Park and Chuck Beatty and myself. Um, this is a response to that. And then there's a there's this document and then there's the answer and then there's one more document. So we're going to cover three documents, and I'm going to try to do it as quickly as possible. So here we go. So it's WDC OSA to the Deputy Commanding Officer OSA, and it says, Re, BFG, Dear Linda, thanks for the data. When did Inside Edition call? Get me the summary of data in the mail pack. Love, WDC OSA. Now, the mail pack is, um, there's a van that drives from Los Angeles out to the secret headquarters in the desert, and it does that, I think it's twice a day, and it's called the mail pack. And all the mail that comes to Scientology's headquarters, it comes to the Hollywood address um, in Hollywood Boulevard, 6331 Hollywood Boulevard, which is the Hollywood Guarantee Building. And all of the mail is sorted there, and then it's brought to the international headquarters. So there's not a lot of mail that arrives at the headquarters. It arrives in L.A., and then it's gone through. That way, if a process server or any of these uh, legal documents or whatever, they can get basically intercepted in Los Angeles and never get to the headquarters. And then there's this you know, they can say, oh, you didn't have, you didn't do service because we're in the middle of the desert and there's no way to serve the property in the desert. So it's basically another one of these ways they get around that. Okay. So then the next document, let's get right to it. Eyes only, April 25th, 2006, Mark Headley, blown for good, media contact list at the bottom of this com. Com is just communication. On March 10th, Mark Headley contacted King World Productions, which owns Inside Edition, at a New York number. This occurred at 1.03 p.m., and he spoke to them for 43 minutes. Now, remember, they have my phone records. They got those from the phone company, so they can see who I'm calling and when I'm calling them. This occurred at 1.30 p.m., and he spoke to them for 43 minutes. This was immediately preceded by a 12-minute call with blank. Approximately an hour later on the same date, Mark Headley placed a call to another number that goes to the SP Times, which has been working on a story connected with the new delivery building and the reasons why it has not com been completed. He spoke to them for eight minutes. The call from Tony Coughlin to the church was on 29 March. He phoned in at 11 a.m. 11.09 a.m., but the return call to him from Corinne did not occur till later in the afternoon. We learned through church... It says Church Brady, but it's Chuck Beatty that he has spoken to the person who has been posting on Clambake as blown for good, BFG. 
and he knows who the person is, but is not saying. Per Beatty, BFG is the main source for three upcoming stories in the media, SP Times, CBS News, and Dateline. PR has been briefed on this situation, and other than the SP Times, there has been no recent contact to the church from either CBS or Dateline, although both were very interested in doing these stories on the church last fall. Based on this data, it is clear that Mark Headley is the one who is posting as BFG and is the person who tried to peddle the stolen birthday party DVD to Inside Edition. Mark also placed 10 calls between March 18th and April 7th to the New Jersey number of Bauer Publishing, the parent company of Life and Style. The tabloid, the tabloid that has been making up stories about Mr. Cruz breaking up with Katie Holmes and putting it on the front page. Mark thus far has not returned any calls that have been placed to him by the external security chief. That's Kirsten Catano or Kirsten Pedersen. Mark thus far has not returned any calls that have been placed to him by external security chief in attempting to get him in calm on his A to E steps. That just means in communication. Mark also continues to be in frequent communication with blank. Further data from Beatty as of 25 April is that he has spoken to BFG three times thus far. He would not say his name, but confirmed that it is a man. When checked with a few weeks ago by the same person, Beatty said he did not know the identity of BFG. Beatty said that he, Chuck, doesn't talk to the media anymore, and if he gets calls from them, he refers them to other people who are willing to speak to them. He said that there are ex-SO members who refuse to talk with the media. Mark blew from gold in January 2005, while under investigation for financial erects. We have no idea what he took with him from the base when he blew and no data on what he had access to. Claire followed suit three weeks later, and again, we have no data what she, have been she may have taken with her. Neither have done anything on their A to E steps since leaving, despite many promises from Claire that they intended to do so. We have recently learned that Mark started a new company called Mode. The addresses for this company are Mark's home in Burbank and a mail drop in Burbank. He recently stated that he had a few other companies, but he didn't name them and no other public record information was found. We also know that he had some involvement within, in a company called Blank Studios that Eric Geisler and Blank had invested in. Eric and Blank reportedly had a falling out, but Mark had been doing some equipment and logs work from them several weeks ago prior to the falling out. That means logistics work. We do not have the PT data. That just means present time. We do not have the present time data on the exact relationship between these guys, but we know that Eric, but we do know that Eric G did request a COMEV. That's a committee of evidence. That's like a Scientology fact finding committee um, that deals out punishments to Scientologists. But we do know that Eric G did request a COMEV, which was approved by WDC OSA. And he has been reaching to Kirsten to set a date for this to be held, wanting to know what the what data is needed from him for this, etc. Okay, so this guy, Eric Geisler, he is requesting a committee of evidence so that he can become undeclared so that he can speak with his mother again, who's still a Scientologist. So basically... The OSA, OSA, the spy organization, they know that he's in a place where they can use him because he's trying to get to talk to his mom. In order to talk to his mom, he's going to have to do something for them. Handling. Note, this needs to be beefed up. This is preliminary. 
we also need to include blank in this as they are most likely in collusion. There were a number of unidentified numbers. Oh, there was a, a number of unidentified numbers which are now showing, per the attached list, a more extensive media contact list. So when they stole the phone records, they weren't able to identify some of the phone numbers, and now they have, and they know that I'm basically talking to as many media as that I can talk to. One. Get Mark's mother and brother, both Scientologists, and Claire's parents, Scientologists, contacted and debriefed to find out if they have any data that we don't know about their PT activities and contacts. PT just means present time. They could say current. Number two, Kirsten will contact Claire to follow up on their earlier comm cycle conversation where Claire was to get back with her with, a, with queries on their freeloader debts. Kirsten will stick the freeloader debt as the reason for the call and see what data can be gotten out of her as to what is really going on. Mark is in Las Vegas right now at the National Association of Broadcasters Convention, so Claire will be alone at home. I'm not sure how they knew I was in Las Vegas unless they followed me there. Three, concurrently gather up all the contacts and non-disclosure agreements that the Headleys have signed. We have some here from the early and mid-90s, but we need to get all of them. These will be reviewed by legal for the purpose of drafting a complaint for possible use as a threat. So they're not going to really sue me, but they're going to draw up a complaint for possible use as a threat. Four, as Mark Headley has not returned any calls, Kirsten and Charlie Earl will go to the house in Burbank as soon as we know he is back and confront him with the fact that we know he is blown for good, in possession of stolen property and in major violation of the various legal agreements he has signed with the church over the years. That he is going down the wrong path unless he wants to end up in legal trouble and he needs to knock off his SP axe. SP is suppressive person. The point of this calm cycle conversation would be to let him know that we are aware of what he has been up to and then attempt to get him into calm about what is really going on with him so that he can get it sorted out with the church instead of doing all this other insanity. That Claire had early expressed to Kirsten a definite desire to get through their steps, that they both have Scientology family, and that this is at least worth reviewing before he just continues down a path that will end up with them in trouble. Five, get him started on his A to E steps. Those are the steps that we went through where you have to do all these certain things to be able to come back to Scientology after you're declared a suppressive person and also pay them a hundred and whatever it was, $58,000. Number six, if he refuses to cooperate, make it clear that it is one thing if they don't want to be in Scientology anymore, but he still needs to cease his attacks on the church. So literally they're saying, it's okay if you don't want to be in Scientology, but you can't expose our secrets. That's not, a, that's not allowed. You can leave, but don't expose our secrets. Concurrently, Seven, the comev on Suzette, as per her verbal request last week to Kirsten, is being put together and will be sent separately so that this can be done immediately. So Suzette is Shelley Miscavige's sister who was living with us in our guest house at the house in Burbank that they're spying on. Eight, an apartment is being located for Suzette so Kirsten can notify her of this and she can be eight seed to move. That just means controlled to move. 
Nine, get Eric, Matt, and Suzette confronted on what Mark has been up to and get them all handled to get moving on their handlings now and cut the line with Mark. 10. Get blank lines checked to determine his exact role in this situation, and based on the data gathered, work out and execute a handling to get him redirected off anything to do with the church. 11. Get a professional business contact made to Mark to set up another line with him to get information. Okay, so this is basically them just getting another spy that is pretending to want me to do some business with him so that he can then get in touch with me and and milk data out of me. Okay, and then the rest of this document is just a list of all of the phone calls that I was making to all these different various media outlets, Life and Style, Star Magazine, uh, St. Pete Times, uh, Inside Edition, all that good stuff. Okay, now the next document is the response to this. So this went up on 25 April. Now this came back down the next day and it's from WDCO. So it's from Mike to the DCO of OSA. And it says, dear Linda, I got your report. Your handling isn't okay. You need to come up with a, with better actions than this. Charlie and Kirsten aren't going to handle this. Yeah, no, no, no joke. They're literally going to send some lowly spy organization people to come over and talk to me who I don't give a, a, a rat's ass about. Get an analysis done of these publications for anything that may have come from that source during this time period. Also, get that apartment found now and the girl moved. This is criminal that this is going on. You had better get the same lines checked with blank. Who knows what he has been up to? Do the same for EG and MP. Love, WDC OSA. So the funny thing about the funny thing about this is that while they're watching my house and Suzette is living in the back, Shelly Miscavige's dad was coming to the house and he was my handyman and he was like fixing the garage door and painting the house and doing all sorts of stuff at the house. But because they had the PIs or whoever was watching the house for them, they just saw some old handyman guy coming to and from the house. They didn't know who he was. Anyway, I think what happened was when Charlie and Kirsten were going to do this handling, they had come to the house and they were watching the house. And when they saw Shelly's dad come to the house, they lost their minds because they were like, oh, no, we now somehow we have to figure out how to handle this. And how do they report up that basically David Miscavige's father-in-law was my handyman at the time. And that's a whole nother video that I need to do something on. But right now we're going to go through these pictures here. I'm going to put these up here real quick. um, And I'm going to tell you what we're doing while these pictures play in the background here. Um, We, what we want to do is we want you, if you have a bobblehead and you want to take some funny pictures, you can take those and send them in. And depending on if your photos are liked or voted on um, as the winner in the different photos that we put up, then you will get an SP bracelet. You'll win an SP bracelet or a book or whatever you want. Anyway, so if you have a bobblehead, um, take some fun pictures and send them in. If you don't have a bobblehead, you can go to the SP shop. Um, The other thing that we have in the SP shop for a limited time is we have Mike Rinder's book, A Billion Years. We have signed copies of that. Now, um, Mike um, signs those in small batches 
And um, we've already sold two or three batches. And I think this might be the last batch we're going to get. So if you want to get a copy of Mike's book that's signed by him, um, go head on over to the SP shop. And if there's any in there, um, you can scoop them up. I think there was about 50 or 60 and we've already sold 30 so far just from them going on sale this morning. So um, if, uh, if you want to get those, get on over there. Um, if you want to get a copy of my book, you can go to blumforgood.com and um, all the copies of my book are there um, signed by my wife and myself. And um, yeah, or you, if you don't need a signed copy, you can go to audible or Amazon or whatever. And, um, yeah, that's it for now. Um, thanks a lot. And until next time.